what do you think the key is to sort of jump-starting the offense or getting it to run more consistently? Uh, I think the biggest thing is making plays early in games. You know, when you've been able to do that, we get off to that fast start that we had, you know, the three games prior to this, uh, whether it's converting the first third down of the game, which has been, um, you know, one of our engines to kickstart us, um, and then getting everybody opportunities, making sure we find a way to settle into the game, whatever that may be, getting our best players' touches early, giving them opportunities to impact the game from the jump. Get everybody settled in and then be able to go execute. But, you know, it comes down to making plays and executing as we go. For the second week in a row, uh, one of the defenders on the other team made a comment that, that you, if they can get Trevor off his first read, they think he'll struggle. Is there something to that? I would imagine that's defensive philosophy um, for every quarterback. So, you know, I think there's, they're saying that, whatever that may be. Obviously, we've been pretty good at being able to deliver the ball to the first read when that comes down to it. I think Trevor's, you know, 67, 68% completion, something like that. So a lot of that comes from being able to get the ball out early to your primary read. Um, but no, I mean, it's hitting quarterbacks, affecting quarterbacks, making quarterback hold the ball. That, that seems pretty universal for defending good quarterbacks. It feels like every week we're talking about the opposing front. What is it about this Titans defensive front that can maybe have some challenges? Um, I could Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Arden Key, Harold Landry, just Pecco, you just you name them. They're very strong, very stout inside. They do a good job stopping the run. They've done it for a long time there. Um, getting Arden, getting Harold Landry back from injury that he was in last year, you know, that adds the pass rush unit for him. But it's a big physical stout unit that does a good job stopping the run, stuffing interior gaps. Uh, really making it hard to, to get to the second level and block the linebackers and get explosive runs off them. So um, it's just something you got to find ways to be able to do it. You got to manipulate their eyes in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, at some point in time, you got to be physical, you got to strain, you got to be able to, to finish blocks to convert on run situations. How, how big was last week for you just seeing specifically Dearness Johnson, you know, what he could do, maybe with some extended reps and touches? Yeah, he's, he's continued to play well when he's been given opportunities. Um, and, you know, you, you earn more opportunities, so there'll be chances for him to get out on the field a little bit more and continue to try to impact the game the way he did the other day. But, that, yeah, that was nice to see. That's something we've seen from him, honestly, when he's been given opportunities. This, the this was the first week you had the, the five that you, you plan on rolling with the entire season up, up front. Uh, how, how did you review the, the performance by the five together? Um, it one good enough. You know, so that's something as, a, as an entire unit, we could say that, regardless of position. Obviously, the offensive line's a part of that as well. Um, I didn't think any, any one particular unit played well uh, in the game the other day. So that, that's something. But again, playing side by side, playing great defensive fronts like we just played and we're going to play, uh, that's something you just you continue to work through. And that, that's one of the things our group has done from coaching staff on to players of just continue to work, trust the process, dive into the process, dive into your work, and, and make sure we put our players in the best possible position. Walker Little's play to possibly take a little jump up here because he, it did look like Sunday, like he, he struggled a bit. And I'm just wondering how much of that is, you know, just the layoff, you know, yeah. also going back to a different position, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's obviously, like you said, a lot of factors involved. But, um, you know, you could classify all those as excuses. And we just expect all our guys to produce at a high level. Uh, he certainly had a tough matchup. He'd been, you know, he's playing a relatively new position for him in terms of he's generally been a tackle in his past and hadn't had a ton of snaps playing in there. And then he had a really tough matchup, and like I mentioned, with Hargrave and those guys inside. So, um, you know, we expect all our guys to continue to progress and play a little bit better. Doug mentioned yesterday that he kind of hoped to get Ezra some snaps. And I'm just wondering, uh, is that a little bit awkward for, for you as an offensive coordinator if that's what Doug wants? 
to find a window to get snaps because usually you like to have the offensive line, but unless there's an injury, they usually just stay in the game the whole time. Um, not, not necessarily. I mean, if my boss wants me to do something, we're going to do that. So if we find a way to get him in there because Doug said so, then we'll find a way to do that. And, again, like we've done from way back when, we've always talked about we are constantly rolling those guys. I know you guys don't always see practice, walk through. Those guys, we, we continue to try to format different combinations, but life in the NFL – you lose linemen all the time, and you always have to prepare for your contingency plans. And so that's something we've done. You know, we added Ezra. Ezra's getting himself healthy, getting himself introduced into the offense. And then once we feel like we fully trust him, we'll, we'll see where that goes from there. In the past, one of the things you guys have liked to do is get Trevor on the move. Maybe you haven't done that as much with the injury. Just how much has the knee and the knee brace impacted how you call the game? Yeah, that, that's certainly been something as we build plans of being conscious that, you know, our quarterback – um, is probably less mobile than he'd been in past. Uh, but, you know, I think as he continues to feel healthier and healthier, um, if we feel like that's something that gives us an advantage against the defense, then it's something we'll be able to mix in. I feel like he'd be completely capable of doing it. You know, I, I do think he's getting a little bit healthier as we go. Obviously, it's different than the New Orleans game was, you know, pretty much we, we felt like he was going to be stationary. He ended up taking off and running and being our leading rusher in the game that wasn't necessarily anticipated. But, um, yeah, you're, you're kind of always dealing with things here and there, and you protect your players the best way you can, but still trying to make sure you give your team the best chance to win. Obviously, it's a bit tough after how you guys lost last Sunday to say this, but how, what progress have you seen from the offense this season? Where are the positives at uh, so far? Yeah, I, I feel like we've grown every single week. Obviously, it felt like last week was a step back, just in terms of you know, there were communication issues, there was execution issues. I don't feel like I put the guys in the best position as the game went on. Um, you know, the, the game dynamics changed, and I don't know that I adjusted as well as I would have liked to looking back at it, trying to be critical of myself. Um, but as a unit, it felt like we'd been growing in our communication. We'd been growing in kind of identifying who does what and how we can attack certain coverages and getting um, kind of dialed into that plan of how we like to play. But, um, you know, last Sunday was definitely not good enough, and, and I don't know that it was necessarily a step towards progress, but we think this week couldn't be. Have there been enough explosive plays on the offense this year? And is there a way to create those? Um, no. I mean, there, there's not been enough efficient, consistent efficiency and consistent explosive playability. Or, con, you know, putting guys in position to do that, being able to do that, getting that done. Uh, that's something, certainly, that's one of our core commandments as an offense. Uh, and we haven't done that enough. So it's, it's about finding consistency. I think when you find consistency on first and second down, which was our, really our biggest issue the other day in the game, you're able to run more plays. You're able to stay in more normal down situations instead of all the second long we got ourselves in where you know, it, it's going to lean itself to a pass situation. Um, so we want to stay ahead of the change. We want to be efficient. I think being efficient leads to the ability to create more explosive plays because you get a little bit more into your game plan um, and the packages that you create going into the game. Is there maybe anything to, like the perception when you look at the numbers is that Calvin Ridley maybe hasn't been as impactful as he has because he's drawn a lot of penalties that right. have moved the chains that yeah. don't go in a stat sheet. Yeah, um, I, th I think so. I think there's something to that. Um, you know, obviously we've got a lot of good players, a lot of good skill players. So there's always going to be something. If, if, you know, Christian has a big game, Calvin doesn't, it's how do we get Calvin more involved. It's always going to be that way. We will continue to do everything we can to give all our best players opportunities to impact the game. There's plenty of times Calvin's the primary, a play gets called, coverage takes it away. Um, you get into the third down menu, sometimes you've got this play, kill it to that play versus on the look. He could go from being a primary to being a secondary option on certain things. So um, there's finding ways to do that. We also feel like we have a lot of good matchups with the players we have. 
So, you know, you always kind of got to get something to take something away. And we're not going to be the type of team that we call it, you throw it to that guy regardless, because we've got a lot of opportunities for other guys to win within concepts at times. Um, but again, each, each play is kind of its own thing. Sometimes it's a two-man route and you're max protecting because you're in a shot possibility. Uh, the defense takes it away and you, you got to move on to somebody else or we are throwing that. And then there's sometimes where it's, if it's zone, you're working this. If it's man, you're working that. And coverage dictates certain things that get you certain spots. But we're, we're very happy with the impact Calvin's made. We can continue to scheme, call plays that give him opportunities to make plays down the field. But his drawing of penalties, it's unfortunate that doesn't go in the stat, stat sheet for him because I think he'd be up around, he'd be right there with Christian in terms of around 600 yards or something like that. But those have been dynamic plays for our offense. I think he's drawn eight, and they've all been first downs for us. So uh, we certainly appreciate it. It's unfortunate he doesn't get the recognition for it, I guess. Is there, any, uh, is there anything really more that you can do from a preparation standpoint to uh, minimize the, the turnovers? I mean, I mean, some turnovers are far different than others. Some, right. Sometimes it's just a really bad mistake, and sometimes defensive guy makes an unbelievable play, right? right. Uh, but is there anything more that you can do? Because, I mean, that seems to be the, the number one culprit in why your offense is not where you want it to be. 100%. I would completely agree. That is, that is the number one culprit. And again, within that, you protect the ball, you get more plays, you stay efficient, you're able to create the explosive. It all kind of ties together, it goes. Um, we're certainly trying to do everything possible. I mean, the, the turnovers, it's, it's unacceptable and it's continued for us. So we're trying to find everything possible to minimize it, to bring their attention to it. I mean, we've probably spent more time in our two years here than I've ever spent as a staff talking about it with the players. So they understand that. We spend we start every Thursday with talking about turnovers and protecting the football and the stats correlated with wins and losses and turnover margin and giveaways as an offense. We start our day, obviously, with our turnover circuit. Um, we continue to show clips, good examples, bad examples, how we can learn from things. So, you know, it's something that's on our mind, uh, but it's something that's got to show up in the game. we got to continue to protect the ball. And like you said, every situation is a little different. So.